0: Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Today's episode, we have a really awesome guest. Her name is Hilai. Um, We really enjoyed the conversation with her. Uh, I, I just loved the whole like message behind it. And it really centers around the idea of like being in, finding your alignment and basically doing what's right for you with your own inner guidance, um, and just kind of disregarding like some of the societal pressures and a lot of the programming that, um, we're, we're led to believe is like the right way to be or the right way to success. And, um, one of the big things I took away was just kind of like the, um, Like being in flow, like finding flow, that life doesn't have to be hard, that it's okay if things are easy. Kind of getting away from the idea of hustle, hustle, hustle that's like constantly ingrained in our minds. Like you're not successful unless you aren't sleeping and you're working to the bone and you have
1: no life and you're miserable just so you can make a couple bucks. You know what I mean? Or you're not being productive enough. Yeah. If you don't have a certain income bracket. An income bracket or a... You're not um, doing enough if you're not... Like, you didn't do enough if you're not not having sleepless nights. You're not having, I don't know, 20 streams of revenue.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's just kind of like... It's like, if you are a person who finds joy in working all the time and you feel completely at home, at peace, you're happy, this is what you live for, then that's, like, different versus somebody who is just rushing 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 to get nowhere basically Mm -hmm. you know and um one of the big things that i liked about the conversation is that she talks about the idea of giving yourself space to make decisions that are good for your like for your highest good so that whenever you are acting when you are taking action you're doing things that make you happy that are in alignment with the end goal of where you want to be and so then if it is in alignment like let's say you do have to put in a few hours, but if it's something that you wanna want, wanna work for, it won't feel sad, it won't feel stressful or disheartening. You know, like if I'm I like to paint, if I decide I wanna stay up all night and paint, that's a lot different than me doing something that I completely So forcing something. Yes,
1: forcing. It's forcing it, It's it's not going in the flow. You're forcing yourself to do something or be something that's not your true authentic being. Yeah. Um, so that's something like in allowing yourself to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and this I, is what
0: she does yes yeah, what, she, this is what she does
1: and um we're excited for you to hear this episode and get some more information about halai
0: yeah um and also before we get into it i want to tell everybody or remind everybody that our oracle deck is out um for pre-order it's the pre-order about to end very soon yes um but you can get that deck now i have a link down below it's awesome it's called inner illumination oracle we also have a special edition book that
1: goes with it Uh, It's also very beautiful and cute. Stunning. (laughs) Etta designed it. Yeah, Um, Yeah. We are extremely excited about the Oracle deck in book, and we are really grateful for everybody who has pre-ordered so far. You do save Mm -hmm. a little bit by pre-ordering, so go over there and get your awesome new Oracle deck because you know you need it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we still have our candles, as usual. If you want an awesome candle, you can buy that. Um, You know, we have them on our website. We also have another place that has... Different ones, depending on what you like. Um, and then we have uh, our Reiki. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want Reiki all the time. We post all the time.
1: <laughs> we post almost every day. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, very, And they're very, um, you know, there's certain healings. that are geared towards toward certain things. And then if you want a free session, we do it once a month about. We're kind of, we don't have an exact day that we do it, but we send it out. Um, we get an email whenever we do. And,
2: well, you know, if you want
0: to get it and know when we're going to do it, Sign for the email list. Yeah, um, and then, uh, yeah, we have other reiki things. If you you know if you want a more in depth session, you can also get a session with us. Um, we also have like a weekly thing that's a more in depth kind of. They're just longer reiki sessions, and they we do them um, once a week. Yeah, on Sundays. So if you want like a more intense reiki from us. Then go subscribe Yeah <laughs> Do
1: it Am I forgetting uh, anything? You are Follow us Oh yeah <laughs> uh, So if you like us And like what we do You can go ahead and follow us On Twitter Instagram Pinterest Tumblr Facebook Twitter at, I said Twitter first Oh you said Twitter okay. um, Twitter is at Edpro underscore PGH But everything else Is at Ed Arlene And we post a lot On there as well Alright
0: um, So we're gonna get Into the episode Yeah Out
1: oh. One more thing. There's Reiki
0: at the end of this, so. Stay tuned. Yeah, at the end of the episode. We always forget to tell you guys. So if you want Reiki at the end, keep listening after after the interview. All right. I just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at eddarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the most simple ways to support us. Plus, you will get some sweet, sweet handcrafted goods like our amazing 100% soy candles, which also come in our energy kits, such as Moonchild and Let That Shit Go. If you love our quotes, we have them available for print in a variety of formats. And of course, there's our book pre-orders, and it is also the best place to go if you would like to book a Reiki session with us. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. right, we're back, guys. So um, do you want to introduce yourself for our guests and
2: tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, so I am a feminine spirituality coach. So I work specifically with women who want to tap into this innate part of their feminine nature um, where you're more in a state of attracting what you want, magnetizing what's meant for you more naturally rather than hustling and being in such an outpour go mode. Um, that's definitely the the realm that I came from, and there's so much satisfaction. And overworking yourself and getting to a point of exhaustion or or figuring out the full plan rather than flowing through more intuitively. So that's ultimately what I help guide women to in making those decisions that feel like a yes from a full body place. Mm, okay. I mean, that's really interesting because I feel like uh, culturally,
0: like in the West at least, it's very much. What are you doing? What are your plans? Where are you going? And you're not really taking time to figure out if what you're acting on is something that's actually like in alignment with you. And I mm-hmm. know, like with us, we found that whenever you come from a place that feels right and you, you know, that you love, usually that's where you have the most success. Out of our experience, oh, at least. absolutely.
1: Yeah. Anytime we try to do things that were not in alignment with our souls. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It didn't work. It didn't work. It was a struggle. It was a constant resistance. And to me and to you and to everybody else who's probably listening, um, that's a sign from the universe that you are not in alignment Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. your life purpose, your life calling. Yeah. So that's cool. That's really cool.
0: Yeah. So you help people learn how to listen to that.
2: Yeah. Listen to that. Find out that voice that's speaking, um, because Things are supposed to be easy. You're supposed to flow through life. It's supposed to arrive for you. Um, oftentimes, people think that there needs to be this struggle um, in order for you to have, like, actually earned what it is that you desire. So being able to naturally attract things, enjoy them, have, like, a loving process and not just, like, a gruesome blood, sweat, and tears ride there is okay. You're so allowed to have that. Um, and that truly is what alignment is. And oftentimes, so many of us don't even realize that it's okay if it's easy. And, and that's that in itself is a big shift to overcome and being able to feel that you're worthy of just having things show up for you because you are so connected to your truth. I love that so
0: much. I mean, because we, we do glorify, like, hustle, work, 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 work. And, you know, yeah, it's good to work towards your goals, but are you working in the right direction? You know, are you acting in clarity and are you happy? I mean, I think it's really amazing that you help people discover
1: that, you know, it's it's almost like it's like returning to self. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're telling people it's okay to take a step back for a moment and figure that like, what, what's, what do you really need to do for you and to get on your path with least right. resistance? But I'm really interested in your story how you got started on all this?
2: Yeah, so I came from a corporate environment. I did all the right things growing up. Like I you know, did well in school, graduated early, got a corporate job, uh, climbed the corporate ladder, I got promoted, and then I had this major "now what?" moment. Like this is it? This this cannot be it. Um, and that's when my anxiety started to kick in because I was thinking, like I've done everything right. I checked off all the boxes. I'm I'm here. My parents are proud of me. I'm living the American dream in some way, Um, yet I'm just so unhappy. Nothing feels good, and I feel so just uh, dissatisfied with the days. I was kind of going through the motions. I was waiting for happy hours and and waiting for the weekends, and and nothing was really satisfying me at all. Um, So ultimately that that anxiety started to build up, build up. I'll never forget there was a moment of me, waking up in the morning, I'd go to work, pressing the button to get on the elevator to the 17th floor, and just my anxiety just boiling up inside of me, like, here we go, here it is again, um, and that's when I kind of started to realize that there's no way that I can continue living like this. Um, I started to shift into a place of numbness, meaning, like, I wasn't even feeling happy and joyful about the good things anymore. I really started to just feel nothing, not good, not bad, um, until finally I was like, all right, I'm going to make a move, I'm going to Quit travel, and I did, um, and it was crazy. Oh my gosh, such a crazy experience! And I would love to say that I had like a great awakening, and I figured out my path, my purpose. Uh, but I actually didn't right away. There, there was a, a moment of clarity, like, whoa, I've been such a, in such a deep hole for so long. But there was also this level of discomfort, like, all right, I got to get to my next thing. I got to get moving. I got to get productive. Uh, it was so difficult just to to sit back and and enjoy the travel, so that that w- that in itself was a process and being able to just exist, to be present with my experience, not have accomplishments, um, and be able to feel my sense of worth through that process. Um, so in time, I ended up like slowly finding my way into a health and wellness network marketing business, and through that, I found myself more called to mindset coaching, spirituality. Um, So it came, like, little bits, but truly it was just, like, one little yes at a time or one little no at a time. Like, feeling the no and feeling the yes, that in itself is enough.
0: Yeah. It's supposed to be a lot of, like, I don't want to say, like, deprogramming or, like, rewiring that almost that needed to be done, like, gradually. It's really interesting. One thing that stuck out that you said to me was that numb feeling
1: Oh, yeah. We've all, I'm sure a lot of us have felt that way. But it also sounds like like you did your own tower moment. Mm-hmm. You, you saw, were able to recognize what needed to go, and you tore your tower down and took the necessary time to rebuild a stronger tower, mm-hmm. a stronger foundation for a happier life. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, it, that is one of the worst feelings, is feeling that way. Like, mm-hmm. you have to... It's a coping mechanism to, mm-hmm. to adjust, to feel, to, to handle life. And that's not how it should be. It's not how it should be. No,
2: no, right. Yeah. yeah and, and you just saying that, like, it kind of um, makes me think like, we all have such a beautiful story and these moments, like the fact that I'm even invited on this podcast to share this story and what I've been through, it's nothing more than my life. And it's nothing more than the decisions that I made. So it is gonna be scary and it's so uncomfortable and you're breaking crazy deep nervous system patterns, but it's your story and it's so cool that you get to reclaim it and write it yourself and look back on these moments that you get to overcome and be like, yeah, I fucking did that. So it is cool, I get, I'm so grateful to have taken those risks when I did um, because the biggest thing that I could tell anybody is that it will for sure be scary, guaranteed. There's no moment where it'll suddenly be easier or more comfortable or safer if you do arrive in that safety a new challenge will show up for you like you're meant to experience a certain level of difficulty and, and just like this shattering of, of your old self in order to get to that next level and so you will go through like this portal it feels like of being reborn through that through these decisions so yeah I am so grateful for my old self to you know for, for saying yes and, and saying no to what wasn't working because I truly am here as fast as I as I did because of those big power moves that I made.
0: I, I want to know her north node. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what your north node is. Yeah. Um, do you know what it is? No, I, I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. So um, in astrology, you have your south node and your north node. And mm-hmm. your south node is the energy that you have worked on in other lives and that you um, – it's just a part of you, but your north node is where you are need to be, like, where you're going. Mm-hmm. And usually people don't start acting into their, like, north node energy until, like, late 20s, early 30s. But it can be earlier or later, depending on the person. There's no, like, rules to it. But you're, you get the most spiritual development by going towards your north node. And then all the old energy becomes toxic. So, for example, my node is in Virgo, and that means that I have very strong um, organization skills, being of service, wanting to help people, um, very just, like, organized. I don't want to say less spiritual, but just more worried about, like, what's going on here and how I can, like, help people. But my um, north node is going into Pisces, which is very, like, spiritual and, um, like, creative, shifting a little bit from that more um like Earth, like what are people like service energy. So in, what that means is that naturally I have those traits of Virgo that becomes toxic. And then if I stay in that energy, I'll be miserable. But that's the most comfortable energy. And then you get more and more miserable until you start going towards your North Node. So I was saying like maybe you have um your nose or like your first half was this very like business because you had it in a sign that, or your south node is in a sign that is very much like business oriented, like it's very 3D. Yeah, right? 3D. Follow the rules, like that kind of thing. But you're learning through your north node that that's there's more to life, you know. And then you act on it, and you end up being happier. So it
2: just like that's the first thing that popped in my head. Like, what's her north node? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i i never i never looked into that but i am so gonna check mine out yeah you <laughs> should you should um because it plays into like our you know our dharma so like that's like the stuff that we're here
0: to do and mm. we want to so it like i don't know how to explain it well because i'm not an astrologer i just am an enthusiast yeah
1: so. <laughs> you just like to study things
0: <laughs> yeah so um that past life that's like that karmic energy we're bringing in with our self node and mm. then it's going into like where we need to be and the lessons we need to learn with the North Node. And so your Dharma, it, I'm, you might be familiar, I don't know, but, um, your Dharma is going to be the stuff that you do, like your life calling, and you want to stay true to, like, your life mm-hmm. calling type of thing. And that's, like, leads to the path that leads to resistance, happiness. Get in the
1: flow. You get in the
0: flow. Mm-hmm. And then people know what it is based off of your natural, like, barometer. So on the inside, like, what you love, that you're really good at, things that are easy, those are the things that, like, as you said, are in alignment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really interesting. I mean, that's kind of what you're helping people do. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know? literally, get
1: them in flow with their dharma.
2: Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, make, it all makes sense. I feel like I'm not that deep in astrology, but every time I find out, I'm like, oh, yeah, this, all the answers are here. Um, so I love I love hearing about it. Oh, yeah, it's really cool.
0: Look it up. You'll, you'll be yeah, mind-blown. Yeah, you're
2: mind-blown, so yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I do want to talk about, can you explain, Explain, like what is feminine spirituality and how could people apply it
2: um so feminine spirituality is ultimately like the art of being love and that's what the feminine ultimately is she is connected to this internal love and knowing that she has so much to give when she comes from a place of fullness uh, so learning to have that interplay with your reality so that you are embodying love in your most truest form um, so that you're constantly in service. You're in a place of exchanging. You're giving and taking with the world around you. Um, and that's how she ends up in flow. She's, she's moving. She's very fluid with things that show up in and out of her life. She's able to release things, um, and take in more, make space for more. Um, she operates very much on like a cyclical pattern. So the masculine is very linear, very goal oriented. Um, it's more focused on efficiency, the how, and the feminine is just, like, this knowing, this inner wisdom, this innate ability to just plug into, like, what feels like a yes um, and be guided through that. Um, so she's not connected to time at all. Like, she is just, you know, knowing that something is coming is as if she already has it. She already feels it within her, um, which is why we're able to operate from more of an intuitive space. The feminine has the ability to have this vision. So she... She knows what she, she wants in her life. She knows that she can feel what she can create. And when she is combined with the energy of the masculine, then she's actually able to like almost execute the, the vision that she has. So it's actually quite beautiful, the interplay between the feminine and the masculine, where she can really just create this beautiful vision of like, all right, here's the fantasy. Here's what we can have. Here's what's possible. And she's able to really be expansive into all the universe, whereas the masculine is able to kind of ground her back and like, all right, babe, we got this. Like, let's do it. How are we going to do it? Let's make it happen. Um, So being able to connect to this eternal love, knowing that that is both within you and there's an unlimited source for you to tap into. And so that ultimately is is feminine spirituality, learning how to work with your own body, the messages that come through when it's the time to be in an outpour giving energy, committing uh, versus a purging, a death and release uh when you're in a more of a playful flirty uh, adventurous space so learning how to kind of mix with these different uh frequencies of love and expressions of love so less of, less of consciousness which is the masculine in thinking knowing figuring it out and she's in like this deeper wisdom
1: mm. I love that yeah, yeah. cuz love's the highest vibration yeah period so you're helping people get to that point Mm-hmm. And to like manifest easier, obviously, yeah. Um, because you're getting in the flow with the universe, and you're taking stuff back, and allowing the universe to work on your behalf to a certain extent.
0: Yeah, I like mm-hmm. what you said about time as well. Like we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, deadlines, and creating all these like I don't know, like confinements or whatever, and just not letting things happen whenever they're meant to happen. And sometimes you have to let allow that when it's time, it'll happen, you know, Mm -hmm. um, it, it almost sounds like you balance the masculine and the feminine in a way, because, you know, obviously like if we're in that state of constant, you know, planning and going and all of that, we're definitely utilizing masculine energy for sure in a world that really glorifies that in my opinion. And you know, you said that you're helping us connect back into feminine energy, but still kind of honoring the other side of it to get where you need to go. And I think that's really cool to like kind of balance that extreme imbalance that we oh, have yeah. out the gate. That's awesome.
2: Yeah, and the masculine can be both within yourself. You can have an interplay with your inner feminine, your masculine, uh, working together, knowing when it's a time to activate either or. Um, it could be with your partner, learning how to have more of that uh, symbiotic relationship where you work well together when both of you are fully grounded in your your energy that feels most authentic, so playing with that. Or it could be you are in your feminine and you use the universe as your masculine uh, connection. So being able to be so deeply connected to your feminine, the universe can deliver the, the masculine sense of protection, safety, Reassurance all that can come uh, when you're you're connected to your feminine, so it, it's a dance in so many different scopes within yourself within your partnerships and with the universe at large, so learning how to to have that communication and and feel into like all right, how am I moving through this so really, the, the image that keeps coming to me is like water it's really just moving and you're very malleable you're allowing things to come in, and out. you're giving and receiving in a way that feels most intuitive. So
0: whenever you say, you kind of touched on it, but the idea of magnetism, can you discuss that a little bit with us? Like the feminine magnetism, you already did touch on it, but
2: can we talk about that a little more? Yeah, um, I love talking about this, because this is the the essence of what I want to get my clients to naturally embody. Uh, but ultimately, you can have everything that it is you desire in this life. It's just about becoming so... Intuitively plugged in that it shows up for you. So a lot of times there can be negative trapped emotions that are still, you know, locked up inside your body. And ultimately that's where we end up attracting from. What exists at a very deeper, a much deeper unconscious level is oftentimes where we're unconsciously attracting from. So if there's a lot of pain that you're still harboring, if there's resentment, if there's anger, if there's the unfulfilled loneliness, we recycle experiences that either sabotage our success or are calling for us to, to move through it. So we can attract like maybe the same type of partner or the same type of sticky situation with a boss or uh, limitations in our business because a part of us is like, okay, if I move through this moment, I'm able to release this emotion. But oftentimes we look at this and we're thinking, "Ugh, oh, here we go again. Why does this always happen to me? This is my this is my my reality. I'm, I'm trapped in this self sabotage. Um, so being able to remove some of these dark energies, trapped emotions, whatever is is held inside of your body, um, so that you can attract from more of like an intuitive, peaceful, loving space. Uh, so until that is out, we're kind of in the same cycles, but. Being able to have more clarity on what is a yes for you, what is a no for you, what the difference in that feels like, so that when things show up in your life, you're you're pivoting consistently, um, and that's ultimately magnetism. You're getting yourself a little bit closer to it, and then it, it it takes one step closer to it, you take it takes two steps closer to you. So it's, it's a constant interplay, but you have to show up. You have to shed, um, otherwise, this is why we stay stuck within a threshold of of our reality.
1: Mm-hmm. See, I love that because you it, the cycles will keep repeating until you heal those parts of you, acknowledge the shadow um, and these aspects, because you'll keep on getting the same situations, the same circumstances until you heal that, mm-hmm. um, whether it be... The, you know, just say relationships, like you will keep staying the same type of person or getting the same type of boss or the same work situation until you acknowledge what needs to be healed mm-hmm. to break out of that pattern. Yeah. So that's really cool. Because
0: you like accept yeah. when you were saying like you just accept those patterns. Like this is how it always is. I always, you know, fail. I have bad luck or, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, you know, I track this type of guy. So you're helping people kind of break out of that. Um, so that's what this magnetism
2: is. Oh, yeah. wow. And and oftentimes when people work with me, um, in the very beginning, when we are working through clearing up some emotions, one will kind of go into maybe like a meditative practice and, and see what can be unloaded. But it doesn't end there. Um, you might end up attracting your same pattern right back into your life. But these are tests. And this is what is so interesting about the coaching process. Like everyone thinks that you can just cut shit out, but you're actually going to be retested. These experiences are going to show up for you to move through it, for you to officially say, "This is no longer serving me. I'm shifting out of this pattern." Um, and that's part of the journey is is being able to feel like, "Oof, this is this doesn't feel good anymore. This my body is rejecting this experience," um, versus feeling the sense of familiarity and actually being drawn to the experience unconsciously because it's normal. Um, so often. Oftentimes, the no is actually even more powerful than the yes. And that's typically the beginning of the journey is being able to feel the rejection, the full body discomfort of something that shows up into your reality that's a no. And that is, is such a beautiful place to be in is to be like, oh, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. Um, we, we oftentimes are so good at like scooting out things that are uncomfy and, and saying, nope, I, I don't want to feel that. Like, let's just go back. Let's go back to the norm. But if you can literally feel the ickiness of your no, that's when you permanently remember that I don't want this. I won't allow this. And, and the goal ultimately is to get you not at the point of, you know, you're in love with a very toxic partner and, and just so deep into the relationship, but being able to feel the no so much earlier on uh, so that you're not caught up in the same pattern over and over. You're able to feel the difference um, at a much earlier stage
0: like, you're kind of what you're going to accept into your
1: life. Creating boundaries. Yeah. And the, just you're helping people to discern what is for them and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you said that you'll keep getting tested. Like, these are all just tests. And that's so, so true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel that.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel that when you're, you know, we were talking about physically, like, no, I can't do that. I've had moments where I'm, like, my body just is like, no, like, I'm not. Whatever it is, like, um, I remember once I worked somewhere, and I just quit. I just was like, no, <laughs> like I just I have a bad track record with that, to be honest. But yeah, I mean, okay, so let's touch on guidance, um, because you are helping people um, get in touch with their internal guidance system. So how can you talk talk to us about that? Like, how do you help them understand what is theirs? You know, like what is actually like guidance that's for their highest good from inside.
2: A, a lot of it comes back to the body. Your body is always speaking. At any given moment, she's giving you a response, whether it be like, you know, this heaviness in your shoulders, dropping in your stomach, a flutteriness in your chest. Uh, how often do you check in and feel that, slow down, drag that space out a little bit longer? Um, we are very good at just, you know, if, if there's like this uncomfiness in the pit of your stomach, are you willing to sit there for a second and be like, oof, that's uncomfy. Like, ugh, I feel that. Let me just sit with this discomfort for a second and see what, what, what it's communicating to me, why my body is giving me this signal, sending this message to me right now, versus, like, feeling the discomfort and shifting back into your usual pattern of of, of getting rid of it. Like, well, what do you typically do? And that's where the work with, with me comes in typically is slow down that space. What is your automatic response when that discomfort shows up unconsciously? And this is where we end up in these these very archaic patterns where we keep doing the same thing uh, because we're, we're operating off the automatic nervous system response. To i down, feeling the discomfort. Where did that come from? Was the text message that I text message that I just received? Um, is it maybe like the, the the workout plan that I have scheduled for myself just like feels like icky or weird or something feels off? Maybe taking the back road feels like a better decision than going the, the typical route that it normally takes to get to work. Um, all these little things are, are ways that our body is saying yes, saying no. And if you could just ask yourself, like, literally with every decision that you make, from um, what you have for breakfast to whether or not you're going to have lunch with friends, does it feel like a yes? Is, it, is my body saying yes to this? Where do I feel most alive? What do I feel is going to make me most inspired right now and you continue to ask yourself that question in very little moments that don't have a whole lot of weight <laughs> um, mm-hmm. oftentimes people will wait until it's like should i quit my job should i move out of the country like should i marry this person um and when you ask your intuition ask your body to speak in those moments it can be a bit overwhelming and scary and almost cause you to freeze up um, but if you can ask yourself like should i have a green juice or a coconut water today and, and that in itself, like there's, some, there's going to be a pull in either direction. There's going to be a no in either direction. So if you can just feel the difference in that and continue to harness that muscle, um, it, it'll be just so much more powerful. And it will speak so much more clearly to you in those bigger moments. Uh, truly, I have no routine. I have nothing in my day that's structured oh. and end the night before. I wake up every morning. I feel what I want to do. What would make me feel most alive in this moment? And that's it. I, I don't operate off any pattern. Mm, wow. I love that.
1: Mm-hmm. I like think I said I love that a lot this interview. <laughs>
2: yeah. But I do love that.
1: It's you're taking the time, your, your clients to take the time and hold the space of what do they want? Do I what's going to feel good for me? What am what's going to be good for my highest good? And a lot of people just operate in auto mode where they're thinking external. They're not going within to see what they really want i have to
0: feel this extreme yeah. discomfort to, to have something good. to
1: have something good i have to go through this struggle mm-hmm. or whatever to have the sunshine yeah. where you can have the sunshine right now mm-hmm. if you just
0: yeah like, what do you want to do what do you want
1: and exactly. i like that
0: yeah that's cool and, like feeling else so it's like um learning intuitive guidance through the body not just like a lot of times we hear intuition and we think it's just like the still small space, you know, or voice in our head. But it it's also our body, like how we feel, like when our muscles are tensing up and, you know, like when our stomachs hurt at the thought of something. So you're helping connect that like almost body spirit to make decisions that are for your highest
2: good. Yeah. It's always there. And, and that's the biggest thing that your body is always speaking. And if you can just start with that baseline trust, like, My body will never hurt me for no reason. We don't get sick for no reason. We don't break a bone for no reason. Um, Every piece of our body is energetically connected to a different emotion, a different part of our story. And when these blocks happen or we feel pain or we feel like discomfort, she's saying something. She she feels and she's aware of what's going to happen before it's about to happen. So we are, you know, powerfully psychic. We can figure everything out. We can guide ourselves into our own highest path. Like only you know what is absolutely best for you. But it's not in your mind. It's not something that you can figure out or weigh out the pros and cons. It's something that your body knows. Your body holds ancient wisdom. And she's always speaking to you. So if that baseline truth, you can just start by believing in that and practice that, uh, that ultimate truth of, of the universe, then things will happen more naturally. You will feel that the answers arrive to you. You don't have to to figure things out. The truth is is very clearly able to show up for you. Definitely. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And then
0: you're going to be happier too because you're you're aware of how you're feeling. Like you're acknowledging how you feel. So then you're all if you're doing things that aren't making you feel like good and not putting yourself out because you think you have to do something, you know, you're going to be happier, I, I imagine, like less anxious and things like that. Because
1: you're allowing yourself to. Yeah. You're allowing yourself to just be. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something our, our mom gave me a talk the other day. Um, so I wasn't feeling good. My, our mother's just so wise. She's just, <laughs> we're, we're super blessed. But um, she's saying that a lot of people don't allow themselves to feel like you feel if you're not feeling good allow yourself to not feel good if you are sad allow yourself to not to just feel bad allow yourself to be happy and that's a missing component a lot of people in this universe operate as they don't allow themselves to just be and be in that space hold that space mm-hmm. um, so that's something
0: yeah so you can figure out why
1: figure out why mm-hmm. like allow yourself like i for me like i i will will have stuff to do or whatever in – I know the importance of it, so then I'll try to push through sometimes, not nearly as much as I used to at all, but um, it's important to just allow it. Like, it's okay for me to be a little stressed, or it's okay for me to have to take a day to rest, or whatever.
2: Right. I love that. And you really can't finish a feeling until you've felt it. Um, it only leaves you after it's completed the process of, of being felt by you, so it leaves through you. So that, that's why, you know, if you have periods of time where there is sadness inside of you, there's anger, invite all of that. Give yourself a safe space where you can unload those emotions. And when you're done, then you can come back to yourself and you can come back to the world. You can return to, to feeling inspired, creative, happy. But it doesn't happen until you've unloaded what's what's still inside of you.
0: So those help break toxic patterns, right, through emotional release and
2: healing? Yep. So some sessions will be, like, releasing some emotions. So we do some meditation work. We embody the emotion. Uh, we see where it's trapped inside of the body. Um, there will be some times where sadness comes through and you don't know where it's coming from. Uh, we allow that to hold space, see what else arrives, if there's a memory or an image um, or a story that comes through. Then we'll dive into that. Sometimes there's anger that's come out. You need to let it out through sound or through movement, whatever is coming through. Um, so we don't know what's going to show up. And, and that's the beauty of this container is that it's all intuitive. So whatever arrives is what is eager to be released and ready to be released in that moment. Um and that's why I do love what I do is because I don't plan anything ever. Um, everything is intuitive. We show up to session and just see what, what happens and what your body is ready for. So I don't force any, any healing that isn't meant to be released in that moment. Um, your body knows how much you can handle. She knows when everything is, is timed just right. So you really only have to face and maybe relive or release exactly what's necessary. So nothing more, nothing less, but um, it just arrives on its own time.
0: Yeah, I mean, you'd be shocked, like, where a person might be holding, like, anger or resentment. You know what I mean? Like, you think on the outside, like, yeah, I'm not angry about something or I'm not this or that. And then when you really, like, get down to it, you might be harboring some sort of emotion towards something that you didn't realize that has been kind of, like, um, holding you back or kind of directing, like, your interactions. Because it's easy, like, okay, for example, like, forgiveness is a big thing that – um. I, like, I do this all the time. Like, if I feel like I'm starting to feel, like, resentment towards something, I'll take a moment and, like, forgive. Just forgive myself for feeling weird or forgive, like, that situation or that person or, I don't know, anything little. Like, let's say road rage. Like, I I had a guy, like, freak out at me when I was driving yesterday. And I had to take, instead of, like, you know, I'm feeling angry by it. And so then I allowed myself to be angry, but then I forgave that person because I was even though I don't know that person, I'm feeling this energy, you know, towards them that I don't need to feel anymore. And sometimes we hold those things in because it's like, oh, I don't know that person or I don't know, it's just this or just, you know, that. But then it, like, builds up on us. And then all of a sudden we're having these these things, like, you know, like you were saying, in our bodies that just need to, like, be expressed. Sometimes we don't feel, like, we're allowed to express those things either. So whether that be anger or sadness, especially those two
1: you're not, you know, you just
0: suppress it and hold it in and, and then it starts dictating where you're going, like
1: what you're doing. Oh, yeah. I did that for years, mm-hmm. years. And then eventually you, the tower, like I said earlier, the tower, you yeah. can either do the tower yourself or the universe will do it for you yeah. and make you, have you face that. So you can heal um, certain things. And the healing journey is never over. It's never over mm-hmm. because it just comes in cycles yeah. and you unlock new layers. To, you just keep going. Yeah. So, wow. So you, like, help people. Develop. It's, like, intent It's, like, like yeah, really like, getting to the root of it. It's, like, not, not surface level at all. Like, you're going deep. And I yeah. love that. <laughs> yeah. like that's, that's actually, with yeah, birthday. like that's how, like you go to a session with you. It's, it's actually figuring out like, is it a memory mm-hmm. from the past mm-hmm. or just mm-hmm. something you might think is so minuscule, but it's really has a massive it's there, it's shift. There. Yeah. It reminds me
2: of like soul retrieval. Yeah. To a certain extent. Yeah. Um, sort of like.
1: To a certain extent. Yeah. Like
2: you're kind of bringing those pieces back. On. Yeah. Very energetic. Um, It's, I mean, I don't assign like, specific homework um sometimes they'll have like certain practices to do but really like the intensity of the work happens in session and you know sometimes you just need to let that integrate sit with it let the aftershocks come through notice what triggers you moving forward what kind of lightness you feel how your filter and your lens shifts in reality so just awareness on what happens after session is is more powerful than like journaling work and and making you do videos and things like that so yeah I'm very much like we go all in and really deep in that 90 minutes that we have together and then you kind of just ride out the wave for the rest of the week until we see each other again. Are there any particular modalities that you
1: utilize in your sessions? Yeah I
2: have a background in NLP so I definitely use a little bit of that depending on um, the type of meditation we go into um, I have some hypnosis training, so that will be how I kind of lure you into this deeper unconscious place. Um, emotional embodiment, which comes through as well. Um, but a lot of this stuff is very intuitive. So it's sometimes like I forget what even happens in session. Like, whoa, I, I don't know where, where all this came from, but there's like something that's pulling me and guiding me. And I, I get so plugged into the client that I can often feel the emotions as they're feeling it. And it's like this, it's a sensation in my body that's truly able to help guide me through this process. And I really do believe that it is all kind of in a lineage by those who work with me and go through this process are ultimately able to do this same work for their clients because they've been activated in the same way. They've been led through the same process. Um I also do um have background in authentic relating. So this is a little bit of the work that we do in understanding more of like how we're showing up in our relationships, how we're, opening ourselves up to vulnerability, how willing we are to actually take that first plunge into love, um, regardless of whether or not we're receiving it back. Um, So those are some of the the main things that I use in session. That's awesome. Yeah, it's really
0: cool. Yeah, The hypnosis.
2: Yeah, that's that's really cool.
0: Yeah, when you said that, I'm like, oh, man. I was like, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
0: NLP, I was like, of
1: course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it makes total sense. And the hypnosis, absolutely. Mm -hmm. You're getting in there. (laughs) Yeah,
0: oh, my god, That's awesome. I, I just like that, like, you're allowing like kind of like you said that like a very intuitive session like you're just kind of allowing things to happen almost like divinely Mm -hmm. like like you know how they should and not forcing anything yeah just like that energy of like forcing stuff it's something that I think is constant oh constant you know culturally at least you know we're forcing ourselves to get up at a certain time or forcing ourselves to do x y and v obviously there's stuff you have to do for your highest good but some of the stuff we stress about and we put pressure on isn't doesn't either manifest or isn't
1: necessarily required in the uh, the end of the day. Like when you look back, that fact alone put me in like realizing that realizing I didn't have to do things I didn't want to do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and realizing I didn't have to go with the structure in life. That alone put me into like a dark night of the soul. (laughs) (laughs) Like I realizing Mm -hmm. that I didn't have to um, go to a job I didn't like or be around people I didn't want to be around or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, that alone was, like, a real, like, a deep, like, aha moment, like, oh, my goodness, what have I been doing with my life? And then the real life changes after that. Yeah.
0: When you do sessions, like, do you have a certain amount of sessions that you like people
1: to do with you? Or do do they just kind of come as
0: needed? Like, you might have somebody that sees you maybe, like, twice or somebody that comes, like, for a couple weeks. How the, um, How does your process work?
2: I I typically do three months at a time, Um, so we either do weekly or bi-weekly, but I don't like to really have anything more than a six-month container. Um, Mm -hmm. That's really, like, ultimately after that, like, I want you to feel strong and equipped to be able to move through these moments on your own, to be able to have periods of of integrating and practicing, um, because we can do a lot of shedding and releasing and and transformation, but there's also going to be a phase in your life where you're... presented with new challenges and you're gonna be tested and you're gonna be able to enjoy the the fruits that you've planted. So um there's there's chapters and there's seasons. So I don't like to work with people for an indefinite amount of time. But I also don't do just one off sessions. Like you need to be committed to the process because you'll start off maybe the first few sessions can be emotionally heavy and then you may never get to the front where we get to celebrate and we have to understand more of the whys and making those tweaks in how we show up in relationship or how we attract more more money into our life. There's so many layers to this work but um, I, I do recommend at least a three month but I don't do more than six. Mm, yeah. That
0: way you don't have them dependent. Like they're able to grow and like be strong, and, you know, after that. Yeah. yeah That's awesome. awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. And people want that. People are like, I, I'm happy that, you know, we're at a point where I feel so good that I don't need to, continue this process it's nice to have the cushion but I love that feeling where someone's like you know what I I know what you would say in this moment I know how I would move through this I I completely have shifted the way that I perceive this experience that I'm not afraid of what's about to show up in my life next Um, and I have such a close relationship with my clients I still keep in such good contact like there's no way you can go this deep and have this much of an uncovering and not remain amazing friends so I love the people I work with, and I I still am very close to to all of them.
0: Oh, wow. So then I feel like they have, like, this ally, too. Like, after it's all said and done, they know, like, there's this, you know, like, you're, like, this pillar of that, like, support. Like, they know, okay, well, this is what you would say. Or, you know, I can contact you and just say hi or whatever.
2: I love love getting updates. It makes me excited. Um, So it's cool to see. And so many of these women go on to becoming coaches. Um, that is a lot of, of the type of clients that I get is um, people that end up moving into coaching or some kind of healing role or um, starting their own business in some way. So uh, that's always really fun to see and how people can express themselves after this process.
0: I always talk about this on our podcast that you heal yourself, figure out what you need, and then you'll naturally expand that love outward. Once you're at a place, whenever you're, feel more self-love, you do feel like you're moving with, with what's true to you and authentic, eventually you just start to kind of naturally branch out. And that's how we help each other. You know, as a, like we're all interconnected. And it's by working on ourselves that gives us that power to expand out and help other people who need it just as much as we did. So it's like really awesome that your, you know, clients go outward.
1: So it's kind of just this ripple effect. Yeah. Of like good vibes and like, yeah, you know, like healing. Heal people, heal mm. people. Yeah. So you help people put yeah. get to their purpose. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad we had you on. Uh, yeah. So where can everybody, anybody listening who's interested in working with you, find you?
2: So I am very active on Instagram. So I, I don't I use my Instagram for both business and just my personal. So I share everything there. Um, you can DM me there. Um, my website is just same as my Instagram, halai.co. Um, so if you're interested in working with me, there's an application for one-on-one. Um, there's also a couple of courses that I have. So if you're a little bit newer to this process, want to understand more of what feminine spirituality is and what maybe your pain points are, unload some of the, the trapped, uh, limiting beliefs and trauma that's inside of you. Um, you could start with one of the courses. Um, there's Own Your Power, which is all on just spirituality and, Understanding your inner child, manifestation, and uh, align, which is exclusively feminine spirituality. So working with your cycle, different feminine archetypes, what parts of your feminine are actually closed off, and how you can have more of an intuitive way of working with your with your own body. So those are just some ways to, to kind of get in into the community and, and get feel for where you're at
1: oh awesome yeah. yeah we'll have it all linked down below yeah to make it easier yeah, <laughs> everybody, can find yeah it. everybody can find you yes everybody can find you and thank you thank you
2: for joining us today yeah yeah this is awesome yay thank you so much for having me